Welcome to the first episode in a brand new Patreon series known as Radio Boy. Now, what did I write down here as the logline for this podcast? I'm sure you've already seen some variation on this, but Radio Boy, let's see what this says here. Ah, yes, Radio Boy is a weekly short-form series which... For which, I wrote this down incorrectly, let's start again. Radio Boy is a weekly short-form series for which I take a closer look at myself and the songs that make me feel more like myself. Those songs are from beyond the musical theater canon. We will not be talking about musical theater songs when we are within this series. Radio Boy, that's right, so no musical theater songs. I'm making that really the only rule of this series. Now, the idea for this show has been in the proverbial chamber for me for a while now. I knew that I wanted to produce this series. I wasn't quite sure which tier of the Patreon it would go to. For a while, I thought it was going to be a $10 a month tier show, but the more I thought about it and the more I sort of considered the situation that we all find ourselves in, I thought the best choice would be to make this as easily available to people as I could without it being completely free. I knew that it still probably should be a Patreon experience. Exclusive. So if you are listening to this, that means you are giving at least $1 a month to the Patreon. And as always, I am extremely, well, first of all, I'm sort of in awe that anyone is willing to pony up that money and listen to this exclusive content. It means that you have a level of trust and faith in what we do here, what we make, and I am in awe of that trust. And so I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And now here's the thing about Radio Boy. I I do want this to be more confessional and laid back. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed this, but in certain series, like let's say the Snub Club, or even even to a greater extent, Wildcats Everywhere, I tend to be pretty on. But in this show, I just want to be more casual and a little bit more revealing in terms of what's going on for me beyond my role as a host. This is just meant to be more personal. And for this first episode, uh, we're going to get to the song, by the way. Every episode's going to have a wonderful song that is one of my favorites, a song that calms me, a song that excites me, a song that makes me feel sad, a song that makes me feel romantic. We're going to get anything and everything. We have a long, long list that I will be working for, from, I should say, (laughs) for, from, which, that, So here's the thing. Here's what I've been thinking about lately. So the coronavirus situation has resulted in an innumerable list of problems, both big and small. And it's very easy for me to get lost within all of the big problems. And I tell myself, you know, to try and not get lost in that storm of ideas, that storm of what-ifs. The possibilities are endless and they're scary, and I'm sure that you have also found yourself in a similar sort of fog, a similar sort of storm. And here's the thing, if you start thinking about the small problems, those small problems can lead... (laughs) 
<laughs> they're like breadcrumbs. If you follow, if you if you sort of trace the, the steps, and you, you make the connections, you connect the dots, finally you find yourself right back in that big-ass storm. The small problems can really lead to you thinking about the big ones. And that's, that's really frustrating. Sometimes it feels as if there really is no escape beyond, you know, those temporary distractions, movies, music, of course, podcasts, TV. <laughs> the, the classic distractions have sort of become are our buoys in this storm. We're sort of really trying to weather this thing out. And cancellations, that's a small little part of this whole landscape that, that's really been on my mind lately. And it's, it's made me really sad to consider how many events, special events in my near and long-term future have been canceled because of this whole situation. And of course, I completely understand why they have been canceled. I understand that that is what needs to be done, what should be done. And it doesn't make it any less difficult to accept the, those things. And I think we should allow our ourselves to be upset when these events in our lives get taken off the calendar because, you know, sometimes we put a lot of money uh, toward these events. If we're traveling, we may not be able to go to my husband's sister's wedding when it is originally scheduled. We're thinking that that is probably going to be moved further down the line. It's supposed to be June of this year. That's probably going to get pushed back. And I was looking forward to that. It was going to be a great way to not only see my husband's family, but it was just going to be a nice way to get out of Chicago and relax a little bit and celebrate uh, this really really nice event. And in the more immediate future, we had a whole trip planned. My husband, uh, who I love very much, he he did this over Christmas. It was a trip that was going to take us to Kentucky. We were going to be visiting my college campus, and I have not been back to my college since I graduated all the way back in 2008. And if you're familiar with our other programs, you'll know I was a theater major at that college, and we were going to see a performance of Mamma Mia. And I, and I had this whole plan that I was going to maybe take a diary with me, jot down all of these observations about my feelings, what it was like to see the campus, what was new and what was still the same. I was looking forward to confirming whether or not certain aspects of the building... <laughs> that I studied in for all those years. I wanted to see if the interior still looked like it was this weird bridge between the 70s and the 80s because uh, at the time there, there had not been a remodel for quite a while. And I was interested in walking around, seeing if, you know, any students were running around. I wanted to see what the theaters looked like. I wanted to confirm if the theater, the main stage theater that we used was as big as I remember it being because something tells me that everything is going to feel a lot smaller if and when I, I hope I do get there eventually. When I get there, I'm just interested to see how it all feels, if there's any familiarity, if it all feels foreign. And so these are foreign. <laughs> I just think about all the kids who go to that school now because the whole season got canceled. We're not doing this trip. And that just, it sucks for us because, again, we put money toward it. We had all these reservations. Some of them were non-refundable, which we've learned our lesson on that now. That's a... That's a lesson that I think everyone's going to take to heart now. If there is some sort of insurance or, or refund thing that you have to pay extra money for, just do it. Because at this point, we should all understand that sometimes things come out of nowhere that you can't control. And some of these companies are just not going to give you a refund. So we need to be we need to be savvier and we need to be on our toes when it comes to that. So beyond it feeling kind of sucky for us, I just think about all the kids at that school. Because when I was a student at, this is Northern Kentucky University, by the way, but I think about all the kids there. And when I was a student at that school, the theater season was everything. I mean, it's the reason why you were there in the first place. And there's only so many shows within a given season. Our school was lucky enough to do a fair number of shows uh, in a given academic season. And when you take all of that away, 
you are really just, you're forestalling in education. The muscle memory that you develop by going on stage again and again and again, they are having to wait a long time, it looks like, to get back into that groove. And I don't know how all of these students are going to be affected in the long term for their education, but... I, my thoughts are with you. Uh, I'm sure that may, I'm sure that none of them will be listening to this. But if you were a theater major and yours, I'm sure there are lots of people who are listening to the Musical Man, any number of Patreon series, who may have also been theater majors who look back at their time at that school, and I'm sure we all feel bad for the graduating class and everybody underneath them. So. I think I'm just, I said this on Twitter, but I really am pouring one out <laughs> metaphorically for all of those students. The cancellations that just on a bigger level, when you just hear the world telling you no again and again and again, even if it's for your own good, you start to wonder if you're just going to hear no for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? That, that everything is just going to be a flat no. No, we can't do that. No, we can't go there. No, we can't see them. No, we can't hug each other, no, we can't spend time with each other, and it's scary. that You see how this is like a line of breadcrumbs, obviously. I don't need to tell anyone. I think everybody here is pretty much on the same page with me. I don't have to tell you this, but again, those breadcrumbs really do lead you right back into the hurly-burly of that storm. But that's why I want to do this show. I want to check in with myself. I want to talk through some things with myself. Hopefully, it's helpful for you to hear me talk through those things because, you know, maybe you think of some of these things too. Um, oh, I got all kinds of anxieties that, wanna, that I want to talk about, but it's not going to be all gloom and doom. It's not going to be all sad when I check in with myself. I do want to count my blessings and consider myself lucky in other regards. Chris and I are not sick. You know, nobody that we know currently is sick with the coronavirus. And, you know, we have each other. We're here in the apartment and thankfully I love where we live and we have not gone crazy yet. We have not jumped down each other's throats. And, you know, I'm just glad that everybody that we know at this point is safe. I hope you are safe. And it makes me incredibly sad that there are others out there who are not. And that just really kills me. Uh, more than ever, I think about all of the people in this country who just do not have a safety net right now. And I do not think our administration is looking out for them. I think, if anything, our administration is hoping that well, you know, I mean, this is a confessional time, and I don't necessarily want to go too uh, dark, but I, I don't trust this administration at all. I don't think that should come as a shock to anyone. If you're a hashtag MAGA voter, I don't know what you're doing here, but wow, what a circuitous route you took to this material. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's not pick that scab. We all understand uh, how politically this is a very scary time. Let's get to the song, okay? So the first song that we are listening to through Radio Boy, this special series, is known as Ever Changing Times. Wrote down a few facts here regarding Ever Changing Times. It was written by Burt Bacharach, Bill Conti, and Carol Bayer Sager. The song was originally recorded by Sade Garrett for the 1987 Baby Boom soundtrack. I have yet to hear that version. I realize I should listen to it as soon as I get this together. So that original recording, it reached number 30, number 30 on Billboard's U.S. Adult Contemporary Chart and number 44 on Billboard's U.S. Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs Chart. The version we're going to listen to today was recorded in 1991, so just a few years later, by Aretha Franklin. And this has featured vocals by Michael McDonald. Ever Changing Times was the fourth single from Franklin's 36th studio album, which is known as What You See Is What You Sweat. <laughs> I think that just makes me laugh. Every time that I look at it, every time I read it aloud, What You See Is What You Sweat. I mean, 36 albums in, what do you do at that point? I think you're just operating off a, off a scrap piece of paper that has all the ideas that you've ever jotted down in your life. <laughs> what you see is what you sweat, that's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> this song peaked at number 19 on Billboard's U.S. Hot R&B and Hip Hop Songs charts, and we're going to listen to it right now. I love this song. I think it's very romantic. It does speak to our times in a way, but it has an upbeat sensibility to it. It's a little bit melancholy in terms of the lyrics, but overall it has this very reassuring quality. I, I can't stop listening to it. It never gets old for me. So, and when we hear this song, that's going to be the final part of the show. I won't be coming back after the song ends to sort of give a coda or any sort of additional commentary. The song is always going to be the neat cap on the episodes of this series. So thank you for listening to this first episode of Radio Boy. We're going to be coming to you every week with a brand new song and brand new confessionals. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope that this was something that uh, helped you and I hope you enjoy this song. So here's Ever Changing Times by Aretha Franklin with featured vocals by Michael McDonald. See you next week. Man.